I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. The best way to deal with a bully in school is to report them to someone in authority. But that's not always possible. It's very stressful and it takes a lot to work up the courage to tell someone about it. There's a girl in Shillong, Mei Mei, who's 10 years old now, who was bullied when she was in nursery in Shillong. It went on for about four years until the other child moved to another school. It left a really deep impression on her. So last year when she started learning to code, the first project she took up was to build an app to expose bullies in school. So her anti-bullying app is now available on the Google Play Store. A 10-year-old with her own app. That's quite cool, isn't it? Her app helps children report bullying instantly to the principal, teachers, parents and friends. Mamie got interested in coding after her father signed her up for classes at White Hat Junior. That's the company that got acquired by EdTech Unicorn Baijus for $300 million just a few weeks ago. It's an 18-month-old startup based in Mumbai and it offers one-on-one personalized coding classes for children. But what I really like about White Hat Junior is that all its coding teachers are women and they create this safe environment for children to learn to code online. We're talking to them today on Startup Inc. Welcome to Startup Inc. I'm your host Shalini Omachandran and I'm an associate editor at Mint. Before we begin, let me tell you what this show is not about. We won't be chasing news on funding, valuation, exits, acquisitions. Instead, We'll bring you the story of startups, how they're changing the way we work and the way we live. Karan Bajaj started White Hat Junior in November 2018 with just a PowerPoint presentation and a network that came from years of experience in the corporate world and is the author of three novels. On the strength of that credibility, he raised $1.3 million in seed funding from Nexus Venture Partners and Omidyar Network. His idea was personalized one-on-one classes to teach coding to children online. The idea was to tap into the huge pool of skilled coders in India and use them to teach coding to children worldwide. Instead of just setting up a curriculum and doing videos, people could book classes online and find teachers whom they wanted. He launched the first version of his product in April 2019. Later in the year, he raised a $10 million Series A round to build and scale up the product. Then a few weeks ago, Baiju's acquired White Hat Jr. for $300 million. Karan Bachaj had a chat with Malavika Velayanikal and Shumit Chakravarti of Mint. The thesis on which we started the company was that uh, uh, we created this category, right? Coding for kids from grade 1 to 12. It would be the first uh, coding curriculum ever created in the world, right? And we would deliver it uh, via our teachers. And the core idea was that, look, uh, one, um, tech is at the center of every household uh, is, a, uh, you know, and is going to be the center of every decision in the world, right? And kids who become creators in tech early, right? They'll be the kind of the heartbreakers of the future generation. Right from the first week, uh, we had kids come into our house, right? I was obviously running it from my house at the beginning, right? With this team of six, seven people. 
uh, we had kids come into my place and uh, interact with what we were building right from the first week of doing the 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 launch you know of uh, the first week of actually building the product right so by the time we launched eight weeks earlier it was heavily built with kid input then uh, we launched it and then uh, people started paying paying customers come with a lot of like you know feedback right obviously much more than free customers do so then the paying customer feedback we kind of replicated reflected in the product and eight weeks later we launched the uh, kind of the first kind of commercial version of the product right so it took it like i would say 16 weeks to go from like a powerpoint presentation to a commercial launch and right of the first month itself we did like a significant amount of revenue the innovation here was the live teaching where the teacher kind of really um kind of uh, t- truly kind of expands the kids potential by enabling them to really push their creative boundaries to create custom apps games etc that uh, you know that are pretty much uh, like very transformative right so i think you should speak to some of the kids right a 6 year old has created a sign language app for deaf kids because her own brother was handicapped an 8 year old has created an eye deterioration detecting app right these are all ideas that have come from the kids and they've created it themselves right and that's happened because the teacher has been able to uh, like uh, like use the one on one ecosystem to create uh, to enable the unique creative potential of the kid to come through right this was absent before right so i think coding platforms exist for kids but the combination of a coding platform with a live tutoring is uh, was the unique innovation here for most tech startups monetization is a huge challenge and then once you spend on acquiring all these customers you have the trouble of retaining them White Hat Junior has managed both quite easily without spending too much on advertising. That's probably one of the reasons why Baiju's acquired it so quickly. Coding is also crucial to many jobs of the future and it would fit neatly into Baiju's plans to help students build skills. Karan will continue to lead White Hat Junior in its expansion into global markets, but it remains to be seen how the culture of a nimble startup meshes with that of a decacorn like Baiju's. From the start, all of White Hat Junior's customers have paid up about $10 for each one-on-one session with the teacher. Five months ago, White Hat Junior launched in the U.S., where it's caught on fast. The company has a revenue run rate that makes it the envy of most edtech startups. Right from the beginning, we always said that, look, uh, this is going to be a global product, right? Because uh, the category doesn't exist anywhere in the world, and the localized supply pool of India is going to be a great advantage. Since it launched, it did very well in India. and then uh, about 4 5 months ago we launched in the us and it's done phenomenally well in the us as well right so currently the company is at 150 million dollars annual revenue run rate right uh, which as you know in a startup world is a lot right for a like uh, just barely in one year of operation the company is at 150 million dollar annual revenue run rate and uh, the us is contributing 60% of that and the india is contributing 40% of that right and in the months to come we are expanding in australia new zealand canada uk germany all of it in this month right so what i'm kind of anticipating is that uh, india would become the uh, the supply hub for teaching coding to kids all over the world karan believes that traditional schools anywhere in the world will find it hard to impart skills like coding india's new national education policy mandates coding in the school curriculum but he's not convinced it will happen in the formal education system schools by its nature would never be able to provide a tech curriculum because it's very dynamic and changing schools do very well at static rule based curriculums that don't change over uh, like you know uh, like a, a long periods of time right but tech by its nature is constantly evolving transforming and uh, schools to have for schools to have a dynamic curriculum is almost antithetical to how schools operate delivering an online class is a bit like ott video streaming 
You have to be able to schedule and deliver at scale with automated systems to handle connectivity and other device related issues. The show has to go on no matter what the glitches. We do 20,000 live classes a day right now, one on one. Right, 20,000. The next uh, player is probably doing about 100 classes, right? Because they've just entered. And the entire tech-enabled operation to run 20,000 live classes is a huge amount of learning curve. 20,000 live classes a day means about 35, 40,000 people today are booking our live classes, right? Uh, our ability to kind of service a live class means that within a minute, uh, we are able to detect what the issue in your laptop is. We are able to fix that issue through a completely automated system. and we are able to deliver the live class right we are able to uh we are able to our algorithms are able to predict that when people book a free trial class uh in india about 60% of them will actually show for the class so we overbook a class so that the teachers uh, uh time is well utilized so so i think the algorithms have been kind of fine tuned to a science that there is a 93% fulfillment of you book a class and it gets acted on delivered on right and that's because all of this uh, ecosystem from fixing the tech issues of a class in an automated way uh, uh like overbooking the class so that we know that at the right level of slippage for which the teacher is so that the teacher's capacity is utilized knowing that kids can come from all over the world and at a given spot of time what is the probability of a kid coming from which part of the world and allocating a teacher who's attuned to that part of the world right so these are the like uh, so these are all the like you know these are all the things that are going to running a live tech operation of this scale Whether you're a beginner or at an advanced level, the curriculum modules and payments are structured with simplicity. You book a slot for a free trial, get a feel for what it's like, and then sign up for a course of 144 classes at whatever level suits you. Each class is a one-hour slot at a time of the day that works for both the student and the teacher. The product is designed with children in mind. A lot of younger children find it hard to manage multiple tabs and windows, so the coding interface and the teacher's video open simultaneously with one click. Coding learner kits from MIT and others have been around for over a decade. The key to the White Hat Junior approach is its one-on-one teacher guidance. Most of the coding classes have self-serve toolkits or books which are more suited to adult learners. White Hat Junior's classes are customized for children. Another thing that's important is creating a supply of good coding teachers and scaling with rigorous processes for selection and training. So the focus is not just on the students but also making the platform attractive to teachers as well. Currently there are over 6000 teachers on the platform and about 50000 active children who are actually learning coding daily. Uh, because of the nature of tech right we can teach kids from all over the world uh, right with very powerful economics as a result of that i think it's the i would say it's the kind of the harbinger of back to the golden age of the teaching profession right where the teachers are actually making uh, financial uh, like uh, their financial health is going to be comparative to the best professions in the world. Two way platform like any two way platform you need liquidity on both the demand and the supply end right more students makes it more attractive for teachers more teachers and the best teachers make it more attractive for students the more students who come into the platform uh, if the product experience is good uh, kids are just such a great source of word of mouth because they tell their friends and more friends come so i think the liquidity on the two way platform is so high right now about 70% of our revenue comes from just organic people telling other people coding for kids is a category that india has created the teachers are from india we are going to create 100000 teaching jobs in india in the next 3 years right so i actually think that the category is pretty infinite other players coming into the category expanding the category quickly creating more teaching jobs in india it's all positive coding teachers can potentially earn 10 times what they would in their normal jobs there's a growing demand for them as a number of players have entered the field 
There are other startups in India like Camp K12 as well as top-funded edtech startups like Topper and Vedantu which recently launched coding. As I said before, all of the teachers on White Hat Junior are women. Many of them dropped out of the workforce to raise children. So this is now a new source of income for them while they work from home. Some of the women have a teaching background, but that's not a prerequisite. The site has learning systems for anybody who demonstrates aptitude. We just want people with some engineering background. Okay. Women with some kind of an engineering, mathematical, science, logic background is our uh, screening criteria, right? Uh, once we have the skin criteria the entire training is happening online internally we create very strong learning management systems all tech enabled so that they become excellent coding teachers for kids they get both subject matter expertise of coding and they get uh, like the teaching uh, for kids right they they are able to learn how to be very engaging teachers for kids the thesis that we operated on is that they are young kids right uh, internet safety compassion uh, warmth uh, is is the kind of the heart of this right because the kids are as young as 6 years old and uh, so so we wanted uh, so so that's why we had kind of chosen women teachers karan himself has had a fairly eclectic career he finished his mba at iim bangalore in 2002 and he's worked as a manager at various companies before taking a sabbatical to write a novel then he switched between management jobs writing novels becoming a yoga instructor and launching tv channels He quit as the CEO of Discovery Channel to take the plunge with White Hat Junior. As he puts it, the toughness of the creative journey was something he was familiar with. He says writing novels prepared him for the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur. When you're writing a novel, you start from a blank page, right? And uh, you have to suddenly like it's very intimidating to think that you'll convert it into a 300-page novel, right? And make sense of it and like you know, you just start from a blank page, right? And there are then subsequently you're rejected by a lot of publishers before you know you get a book deal and it's it's like you know you're very familiar with this act of the creative journey being very tumultuous right so i was very comfortable with this idea that look uh, you know there's nothing i'll create something all my kind of learning before that kind of culminated into this being somewhat i would say uh, easy fortunate journey how karan describes his work is as building the world's largest community of kids who are connected to one another sharing classes and projects and participating in hackathons For him the focus is on children. It's not going to be about coding for adults who want an outcome from learning like a job or a big salary. Though parents do want to see output in terms of an app or a particular learning outcome, he says children are learning for the joy of it. They delight in creating and his aim is to make it fun for them to build technology rather than just to consume it. You were listening to Startuping. I'm Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at shalinimb. or on Facebook and Instagram at HT Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to htsmartcast.com. This was a Livement production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.